We are on the air. Hi there. We're on the air. My name is Max. And, uh, you know, a few weeks ago, somebody told me I wasn't very flashy as a person. So what I did is I went and bought this shirt. So this shirt now is flashy. And tonight, we're going to talk about various things. Dr. Susie's going to talk about some stuff. I'm going to start out with just a couple of things. You know who Alex Villanueva is, right? He's the sheriff of Los Angeles uh, County. He came in as a progressive, sort of progressive, but uh, he's no progressive. The sheriff has gangs and uh, uh, there's all kinds of problems. Sometimes I see them uh, just down the street in their cars yapping away and sleeping. I mean, I'm, I'm talking for hours at a time. Um, so do sign the petition to recall him or don't worry about that and wait for the election time because the election time is coming up and it's time to get rid of this guy. Now, on another note, uh, we are broadcasting from beautiful Arcadia, California. And uh, Mark uh, Takano, Takano, the congressman, uh, wanted to remind us of something. That 80 years ago, Asian Americans were removed forcefully, forcefully from their homes and sent to camps. One of those camps was right here in Arcadia. And uh, I've got my own problems with Arcadia, and we'll talk about those some more, but um, just know Arcadia is 59.2% uh, Asian, 32.3% white, 4% Pacific Islanders, and uh, 2.8% other other races. So besides not being able to, or at least uh, according to Arcadia, uh, the Arcadia gangsters there in City Hall, um, we're not supposed to podcast from here. In fact, we need a license to podcast from here. <laughs> but the uh, fact is, we don't need a license to podcast from here. And if you're a podcaster, I would be uh, uh, very nervous that a city is trying to license a podcast. Uh, okay, so I think uh, I'm going to turn this over to... Dr. Susie, you go ahead. Hi, Captain Max. Welcome to FDR. I guess I'm welcoming myself because you're already on the love train. Mm. And obviously, Valentine's Day is over if you're tuned in live. And it was great. Lupercalia. World Bonobo Day, 
Galentine's Day, all filled with love, 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 brothers and sisters, lovers and sinners. And after all that love, I'm ready for a little kink, I think. Actually, I am going to talk about kink tonight because I have come out with my great kink manifesto. But I first want to acknowledge others who are tuned in tonight to FDR, which stands for Franklin Delano Roosevelt, who was a great president. However, he had some faults, as we all do, and one of his major faults was building those Japanese internment camps during World War II and Arcadia, our beautiful village of Arcadia. Arcadia, that means paradise. Can you imagine you're a Japanese-American citizen and you are forced to leave your home and move into a place called paradise that is almost a concentration camp, but not quite. Not quite. Not as bad as Auschwitz, where it said, work makes one free. But yeah, it must have been pretty confusing and disturbing and traumatic to go to a place called Arcadia that separates you from your family and your home and treats you like a second-class citizen or fourth-class, I guess. Anyway, we're excited to be here in Arcadia outside of an internment camp, although there are rules here in Arcadia. And I don't mean to insult anybody's accent, you know? So I'm not going to do my stupid accents, but they come so naturally. I never understand the people that say it's politically incorrect to do these accents because they just come out. Can I just add uh, one thing? I noticed when I was looking at who lives here, there's very, very few minorities. In Arcadia? Yeah, there's like almost no black people. I thought there was a large Chinese population. There, there is a lot, but there are... a minority. No, they're a majority here in Arcadia. Well, here in Arcadia, <laughs> yeah, there's right. a little Chinatown. But, but uh, African Americans and other off, kind of off-color... And, of course, the Bonoboville staff is quite diverse. In quite its diverse, yes. Colors. Yes. We're multicolored. That's right. Pansexual. My so shirt, too, is multicolored. It is. It's very flashy. Yes. Nice. Reminds me of hippies on acid mm, mm. mushrooms. Speaking of which, Danielle Watts is on Facebook writing notes. Wow. Lots of notes. <laughs> on the star train, dropping in, Oscar Brains, the clown, are all deranged, and I ate leaves of flowers, saying, yep, I knew it, she is on your shirt. She right is, now. um, she's, ah, you she's like She's high on your shirt. Yes, So, there you go. And then she says, kink, she is now responding to my kink manifesto that is yet to be delivered, well, part of it. It's very long, actually. It should be a book. But... I'm going to deliver a little of it. But uh, Danielle says, Kink is my sad, sage, holy, and untrained p- 
podiatry stands on me. I'm hungry, say you dug me. I think she's being invaded by Allen Ginsberg. <laughs> anyway, Don Pascal, our old friend, not that he's old, but he's been a friend of ours since the 1990s, although we've never actually met him, but we first started broadcasting on the internet in the 1990s, and maybe it was also through cable TV, I'm not sure. But he says, hello, all a very frightened, frightened bonobo. bonobo tonight. <gasps> yes, there are a lot of frightened bonobos. That's why the name of our show tonight is Make Kink, Not War. And we mean that in all senses of the term. We're hoping there is not a war out there in the land of my great-grandfather, the Ukraine. That's where he came from. Kiev. And we're hoping there's not a war. Honestly, I am in a state of Ukraine confusion. I will admit to that. I don't understand what is going on between Putin, Biden, and NATO. There do not seem to be any heroes. <laughs> but I do feel for Volodymyr Zelensky a comedian who became a president. He's a little like Zelig, you know, the Woody Allen movie. Oh, maybe I shouldn't be mentioning Woody Allen. I could get into trouble, but hey. Zelig is a masterpiece, and Zelensky begins with a Z. Seems a little bit like that. Like, what is he doing here? But he's here, and he seems to be for peace, you know, in some form, and he is an artist who got into this position because of his charisma and that is happening so often all around the world and after all what are politicians but artists of the con kind yes ah, carnival barkers all but some more than others and so we have this guy there who's trying to balance out these powers it's very crazy and I just think they should disband NATO actually I thought NATO was for stopping the Soviet Union which doesn't exist anymore I'm all for that if, and call Putin's bluff if he says there shouldn't be a NATO or Ukraine shouldn't be in NATO okay we don't need Ukraine in NATO I don't think Zelensky does either anyway I just hope our old man <laughs> with strong ties to the military-industrial complex. Uncle Joe knows what he's doing. I hope he's playing a good game here to keep us from having a war. So make kink, not war, because everybody's kinky. There's kink in art, politics, food, of course, sex, religion, Kink is everywhere. We'll talk about that more. Banks Spike. Great name. Says Choo Choo. And Jux Lee is saying that emoji was weak. I'll just go with high. I have no idea what that connects to, that statement, because I don't know what emoji was weak. So uh, it's dangerous to read these comments, I tell you. It is. Okay, Bank Spike is in Pomona, and I guess that's got something to do with that awful sheriff, the Lenovo. 
Uh, Catnip Biscuit is talking mushrooms, baby. Yeah, we're tripping on a paisley shirt. And Don Pascal agrees with me. He loved that movie, Zeleg. So does Juxley. Loved Zeleg. I mean, I don't know who wouldn't love Zeleg except people that insist they cannot love a Woody Allen movie. And you have every right not to love or like anything. So, But we like Zeleg, and that gives me hope for Zelensky somehow. <gasps> It doesn't make sense, but neither does any of this, except if you are with the military-industrial complex in which it all makes sense because people all over the world, countries, that is, are purchasing bombs, ammunition, tanks, guns, whatever, and that's good business for the gun manufacturers. That's why we say make kink, not war. And our throwback this week is drop bras, not bombs, with Amour and more. Amour Hilton, who was on our show last week, and she's one of the stars of uh, drop bras, not bombs. So you should check it out, our awesome throwback on drsusanblock.tv. From the days of wild bacchanals in Bonoboville. And by the way, the featured image was taken by Jux Lee, he might recall. So on we go on the love train, FDR, which as I was saying, stands for Franklin Delano Roosevelt, that 32nd president who, you know, had his bad stuff. But we like him because he was like a little bit socialist and we want to be more socialist, democratic socialist, you want to call it. We feel it is necessary. It is imperative. And FDR also stands for what class? Nobody knows. Okay, I'll tell you. Fuck the rich. Yeah, baby. And yeah, we need that in every sense of the word because the rich need to give up some of their cash, you know, and you could say that's kind of getting fucked, if you will, of your money too much. And look at the crazy things some of them are doing and saying. Nastiest billionaire, Elon Musk. Most obnoxious billionaire, Bezos, they're all out of control. And meanwhile, the poor are getting poorer. And hey, better to be fucked than eaten. So you rich, you should pay some taxes at the very least. We're not impressed by your giving to charity since most of your charities you run anyway. I am kind of impressed with Bezos's ex. She is giving away her money real good. I like her. Juxley says, Zelic ties with bananas for best Woody. I don't know about that. <laughs> best Woody. Well, that's a double entendre. And I'm sure that 
Mr. Allen's parents thought of that when they named him. (laughs) So, Captain Max, what is happening in Arcadia? What is happening in Arcadia? Well, Arcadia would like to uh, make us get a license uh, for our podcast so that we could podcast. But uh, I don't think, uh, I mean, they have this big uh, law firm and stuff, but I don't think they actually know what they're doing. Uh, Everybody does a podcast. Everybody does a podcast. In fact, there are podcasts all around this block here that are happening uh, in homes uh, all over Arcadia. And um, we have a uh, actually a, a city council that should be removed one by one. And I'm going to try and find a new candidate and uh, to, to run against these people because uh, they are from another time. They have been on this board for years and years and years. Yes, we heard that from another citizen of Arcadia who was very irate about a whole other issue regarding the fact that they hadn't replaced another council member and that he felt that they were stalling because of their insider attitudes. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> we got some corruption going on. We got a kangaroo court. And what's in your pouch, Tom Beck? I can see you got a pouch under that shirt, so wondering what's in it. I don't mean to body shame anybody. Uh, you know what, and I, at, at first I, I wasn't thinking, but as I say, started to, and, and there's been rumors of that, there's a lot of racism here. I think so. And in I, Arcadia. And, and we are very diverse. And we're very diverse. We look a little different. We dress a little different. We speak a little different. And we talk about things a little differently. They like to sell their houses to other millionaires who buy these McMansions and don't even live in them. And they like to sell their businesses to CVS, corporations. Oh, yeah, big corporations here. They just built this, uh, I forget the name of this hotel. It is the ugliest hotel that I have ever seen and I'm not sure whether it's a Hilton or some kind of, uh, maybe somebody can look that up for me, the new hotel in Arcadia. Um, it's awful. Ooh. And the mansions are cookie cutter mansions, meaning. McMansions. Mac mansions and. No front yard, no right, backyard. No backyard, no side yard. <laughs> and <laughs> it's a sort of a prison behind, it's, there's gates and. They all look the same. Sure. All of them look the same. It looks like the same architect. They're investments. They're not really homes. Ah, they're investments. I see. Right. I see. So, uh, in the meantime, in the meantime, these guys here at City Hall built themselves a brand new City Hall that cost millions and millions and millions of dollars. That's what they did. And they pay themselves very, very well. And when they came to raid us, they have like 60-some-odd people, uh, cops, in the Arcadia Police Department. Uh, nine or ten of them were here. I don't know what percentage that is. <laughs> but that's a large percentage out of 60-some-odd. 
Well, they got nothing else to do. I guess. Because they're certainly not making sure that the traffic runs smoothly and the drunk drivers stay off the road. Yeah, all We saw a big drunk driving accident right outside of Bonoboville. Died at our doorsteps, in essence. Terrible. You know? so, and... Uh, yeah, and speeding and noise, these uh, the Ferraris and, you know, all these young kids and so forth. But um, anyway... So our research department has determined that the name of the new hotel you yes. were referring yes. to is the Le Meridian Hotel. Oh, Le Meridian. What an awful looking hotel in the middle of nothing. Huh. In the middle of nothing. And then they have a statue of this woman who I forgot what she did. Uh, I haven't seen the statue. I want to go look at it to sort of appraise whether it's a legitimate art <laughs> or just, uh, you know, uh, terracotta kind of backyard kind of stuff. The Meridian. Wow. Have you seen that hotel? Mm. Oh, it looks awful. I haven't. I looks awful. have spared myself that atrocity. <laughs> okay. So we have a long comment from Keith Turner from Instagram where you can write long comments. It's very interesting, the difference in these platforms. Keith writes, We the people need to dethrone our political parties and interview each member restructuring with equality kind of like the juror panel in court actually this is a facebook comment somebody called wtftv says hi on instagram so that was the instagram anyway back to keith yeah baby so we pick our reps from different backgrounds, everybody who is a U.S. citizen gets a possible chance and swear to an oath while totally but naked. Oh. I'm with you. I'm butt naked right now. That's why you can't see me on camera, actually, because I'm butt naked, so I can't go on because I would be censored because I have been censored on YouTube and Facebook and Instagram, but mostly YouTube, for much less, much, much less, for nothing, for being totally dressed, but perhaps being suggestive. So every time I like lick my lips or play with my hair, I wonder if I'm going to be censored because I'm being suggestive. So now tonight I feel like oh, I want to just relax and be totally butt naked. So I can't be on camera. I'm butt naked too under my underwear. And that Paisley shirt. <laughs> well, it's not just Paisley. There's no, flowers. No. It's a whole it's acid a whole trip, as we said. Trip. Mushrooms. Mushrooms. Yeah. Catnip Biscuit. She's hot. She was a great guest on the show. She was on Instagram saying she liked our mushrooms. And honestly, watching her do hula hooping with the light, it just looked like a mushroom trip. Ooh, beautiful. Keith Turner. This is an interesting thing I'm not supposed to take quite seriously, I guess. 
because of the butt naked part, but at the same time, I'm into getting rid of the corruption. How do we do that, brothers and sisters? That's what it's all about. The corruption really, really set in with Citizens United. It's always been there. It's a part of the capitalist human condition, maybe, with just the way we bribe each other. And in a way, there's something nice about that. Like, you scratch my back and I'll scratch yours. And hmm, bonobos do that. Everybody does that. It's not even just human to do that. It's just that when you are in a power position, there have to be checks and balances to prevent you from just becoming a fascist. Even if you're just a very nice person and just doing favors for your friends. So, yeah, Keith, I'm kind of with you here with this restructuring of... Can I add something? Of course. So, uh, Loser, uh, our friend... Uh, 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 on our behalf uh, uh, subpoenaed basically under the Freedom of Information Act conversations between some of these folks over at the administration of the city and one of the things several things came up but one of the most important things came up is the conversation between Vanessa and what is the other woman's name? Uh, uh, Amy. Amber. Oh, Amber. Amber, right. Amber and Amber. And the conversation is going, Vanessa is saying, Amber, I don't know if we can get them for living there. <laughs> really? I have to read this. Oh, yeah. I don't wow. know if we can get them for living there. Right. Well, I so, don't know either because we don't live here. Well, and they try different things. We just sleep here. Yeah, we sometimes. can. Right. We sleep here and we, we can. We live in our motorhome. And we can sleep here. We are nomads. Right. Right. And it's not a, a, a permanent residence, uh, so to speak. And people are allowed to sleep in their workplaces. That's correct. I think even though you have a rule that says that, that rule is counterhuman. Okay, I think that humans can sleep anywhere. In fact, I know because I've seen them sleep on the street. I've seen them sleep on buses. They actually sleep at the police department. But you (laughs) know, they use that idea of you can't sleep here selectively, such as with all the homeless people. And what an inhumane, immoral, disgusting sweep of the homeless they did right before that orgy of faux violence they call the Super Bowl, right before Mm. Valentine's Day. It was like a fight between love and banging heads. At least it's not like war with bombing, but still football is fake war. I don't know. I have mixed feelings about it. It's okay. I like watching the guys' asses, actually, a lot. And I like watching the halftime. I thought the halftime was very good. But I just didn't like the sweep. I don't know if Villanueva was involved in that or our fine politicians here in L.A. But it was very inhumane. And kudos to Goddess Soma Snake Oil, who was out there helping just all kinds of homeless people and sex workers and the downtrodden. By the way, she calls them houseless, and I do like that word, too, because 
these people are houseless because they might have a home where the heart is. You know, they might have a home in terms of just a meeting place on the sidewalk with their friends or in their mind. A home is a kind of state of mind, but it's not their house. They don't have a house. Although they are trying to build these tiny houses, and kudos to that Arcadia politician who we don't like. See, we give you credit where credit is due, and you're building some tiny houses, and that's very nice. I forget her name. April? What's her Uh, name? April uh, uh, sounds like an Italian name. Mm. I forget what it is. By the way, she lists her home address as her office. (laughs) Hey. I hope she's cool, lady. Hope she's not sleeping there, sister. In a, yeah, right? Yeah, she thought she yeah. got me when <laughs> I said, "Oh, we parked here once or twice or seventy times and slept in the RV." Which is our legitimate home, is nomads. Aha! 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 You slept on the property. Aha! Aha! Oh! Your panties are showing. <laughs> So one of the big reasons that we have, one of the major reasons that we have this tremendous, terrible homelessness besides capitalism is codes, city codes. There are thousands and thousands and thousands of square feet of empty buildings, empty buildings that you don't have to build little tiny houses that could be converted just by the stroke of a pen and provide thousands of sleeping areas and places for homeless people. April Verlato is her name. Verlato. Good research department going tonight. Oh yeah, no. Kudos hey. to the Bonoboville researchers. Well, that's because we're suing them and so we're getting we're getting all the little information about these people. Right. Their, their bank accounts. You probably uh, looked up her name on uh, our website because we've already got her on there. We just forgot her name for a minute. No, but no. April Verlano. Yeah. By the way, April and all you guys over there at the uh, Kangaroo Court, if they were, at one point they were trying to put us into an industrial building because we talk about sex. Ooh, right. Uh, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. they said, no, 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 it's got nothing to do with sex. It's got to do with the living part. Right. Or maybe just sleeping but, in your RV in the parking lot. But, that is the problem and you've got to go. But I, under- I, 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 I found something very strange. Almost every corner in Arcadia has a massage parlor. Ooh. That is an adult business but they don't fall asleep there uh, <laughs> there's some happy endings yeah and, and people always fall asleep and, and after a happy ending the, at least for a few minutes there's something else too i've gone into a couple of them just to check it out as a newsman some of the uh, therapists massage therapists don't speak a lot of english at all Ooh. which indicates to me that here in arcadia Besides our nuisance, <laughs> there's trafficking. Well, probably. And yeah. you know, it's wrong, horribly wrong. Horribly trafficking wrong. of all kinds, whether it's in sex, massage, or McDonald's. It's wrong. And that law, SESTA-FOSTA, has 
proven to be totally ineffective when it comes to combating sex trafficking. It is only effective at being a pain in the ass to sex workers and censoring everybody else, just censoring everybody who wants to even talk about sex on the internet. Now we have a new law that's coming up called the Earn It Act that is supposedly even worse than SESTA-FOSTA because, hey, if something's broke, why not break it some more? So that's what they're doing there in Congress. And it's, by the way, a bipartisan effort, as all anti-sex legislation seems to be. Everybody agrees on paying billions of dollars for war. They all support the military-industrial complex, the biggest budget the Pentagon has ever had, more than they even <laughs> asked for, more than Trump gave them, more than anyone's given them. We just gave them, but we don't have enough money for Build Back Better. And we seem to also have bipartisanship for anti-sex laws like SESTA-FOSTA and like Earn It. Hopefully not too much bipartisanship. I don't know. <laughs> don't vote for it, please, you guys, brothers and sisters in Congress. Don't. Don't. Don't be such goody two-shoes. It doesn't work. Really, really. And besides, release your inner bonobo. You'll enjoy yourself. Keith Turner says, I did research on this. He says, right on, also. California has tons of money for nonprofit and community organizations to build shelters and transitional homes. Look it up. They have money to give. Just need people to make happen. Well, yeah, make it happen. Make it happen, Keith. Make it happen, everybody. Let's all... Spread the word. Make it happen. Spread the word. We got to take care of each other. Fuck the rich. We got to take care of the human community, as well as the bonobo community. And we have to remove some of these people, because now they... Frankly, you ask me when... They piss me off. Okay? Yeah. They just pissed me off. I might have pissed them off. But now they piss me off. Uh-oh. So I don't like to piss you off. Oh, boy. <laughs> I hate pissing off Captain Max. You all know I try to avoid that. I speak my mind about just about anything, except I don't like to piss off Captain Max, so I wouldn't want to be the Captain Kangaroos well. there in the kangaroo court who are hiding something in their pouches. Because you're pissing off Captain Max. <laughs> yeah, why don't you ask, uh, you know, uh, some folks in Los Angeles about that. And the city attorney wanted to say, I, you know, I, you know I, 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 I like our government, actually. It, it's, a lot of people say the government sucks. It's really not the government that sucks. What sucks is the people that are running the government. Those are the people that have to be removed. And certain aspects of the government, like the Citizens United yeah. law that was passed, is now an aspect of government. Right. So, therefore, money drives the elections. Sex should drive the elections. We should vote for the sexiest candidate. Right? Tucker Carlson thinks so. He can't stop obsessing over AOC. I think it's so cute, except it's really toxic and disgusting. But it's, he's like a high school student mooning over the cheerleader who rejects him. 
and just trying to call her nasty names, calling her slut, basically. And yet you look so pathetic, but it's really toxic because there are a lot of guys out there that are also turned on by AOC and they're hearing what Tucker is saying and they could hurt her. And they probably won't hurt her because of odds and maybe she has secret service protection, but they will hurt ladies like her and they are hurting ladies like her. These people with that Tucker Carlson, is that that idiot on Fox News? That's one of the idiots. Oh, on that's Fox one of the idiots. How many idiots do they have on Fox News? Many. <laughs> really? <laughs> so many. I can't. Eleven. There's a whole kangaroo court of idiots <laughs> that are just there for Rupert Murdoch. Yeah. He's the chief kangaroo in that court. That are anti-women. They're anti-freedom. Well, they're like hot women, blondes <laughs> that are basically racist bitches that are misogynist in and of themselves a woman can be against her fellow women as a black person can be against their fellow black people as a jew and i am speaking from jewishness you got the capo the guy who turns in their fellow whatevers to the executioner so that he can live another day or maybe get a bakshish, a bribe, a corruption for his family because he's just trying to take care of his family. You know, I think family is a euphemism for me, 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 me. That's what I think. I think when you guys say, I'm just taking care of my family, you're just taking care of yourself. You're hiding behind your family. Anyway, that's just a... (laughs) perception from the mushrooms that's the mushrooms i love you families especially the ones with all the guns posed around the christmas trees does that mean massy dr Susie? does that mean that i can call myself a wop because i'm italian i'm not going there oh well i i think only me should call me a wop not other folks because if they call me a neymar like that, the Sopranos would be nothing. Oh, well, I don't know. I am so used to being respectful of other people's Absolutely. Offenses. And I myself, I don't know, I'm not as sensitive about that. Michael Dobshi says, good evening, Susie. Have... You put on beautiful stockings, have stiletto heels, and Michael Dobshi, I will have to say that I am naked tonight, and that is why you do not see me. And Jux Lee says, ah, I was wondering why we only see Captain Max. Thought maybe something was broken. Because only the lower half is naked of me. Mm. The right. up- I'm all naked. The up part, top part has a very sort of fanciful shirt mm-hmm. I like to call it mushrooms mushroom yeah you could if you look at this you might think you're on mushrooms so speaking of mushrooms our throwback shows the set I have to give her credit Tasia designed it's like mushrooms it is so beautiful and hallucinogenic And we did this great show that is now our throwback in the wake of actually the bombings in Boston that had happened in 2013. And 
it was a show we called Drop Bras, Not Bombs. And it was, again, a time when it was not like we were really strongly getting into the anti-war mode, like when we were, say, protesting against the Iraq war because that decision was in the hands of our president, President Bush, and we got out there and really were strongly against the war, and it was absolutely useless, but we had to do it. And so in a way, it wasn't useless. And yet there are certain circumstances where you have mixed feelings. You know, these guys that bombed Boston, they were two young guys, and they were against the Iraq war. They were committing an act of what we call terrorism. I don't know what to call it. It's evil, that's for sure. And it was at the Boston Marathon. It was very, very tragic and an atrocity committed by two young guys. And so we did a show about how important it is to practice peace through pleasure on both a national level. We shouldn't be bombing Iraq, and that was our country, although it was Bush and Cheney's decision. We somehow put them in office, although that was Scalia's decision. It's these corporations, brothers and sisters. It's the money. We got to be socialists. But anyway, we also got a life to live as individuals. And so we got to make like bonobos, release our inner bonobo, and try to find our potential for peace and not act out our anger with war, with more war, with more bombs. So... We talked about sexual values, the value of hot love and not perma-war, the value of exploding orgasms and not exploding ordnance, the value of dildos and vibrators and not drones and bombs, the value of bare boobies. Mm-hmm. Drop bras, not bombs. Not bombs. And not naked aggression, the value of pussy juice and lube and not blood for oil, the value of hard dicks and not hard-nosed dickheads, the value of people in bed with their lovers and not journalists embedded with the military-industrial complex, which was going on then, which is going on now, these journalists, so-called I was almost a journalist, and I saw this happening, the forced embedding of journalists with the military-industrial complex to get ahead in journalism. you got to do that. And it means that our mainstream media is pro-war all the time. So is Hollywood, for that matter, at least the oh. movies that involve oh. the military or guns or anything. The value of consensual BDSM and kink and not colonial torture and terrorism. The value of masturbation and not occupation. Also copulation. That's valuable too. Very valuable actually. A lot of fun. Did a lot of that Valentine's weekend. <laughs> not sure what we're doing this weekend, but we're going bonobos for the bonobo way and not acting like baboons with bombs.
So, yeah, we had a great show. Uh, Moore was there, uh, very sexy. Uh, Lexi Rose and Livia Godiva, wow. And Mo the Monster, Mo Johnson, wow. And his monster came out to play. And this is a good kind of monster. This is the male member monster that we love. And, you know, sometimes I think all of these bombs are penis substitutes. So just use your penis, guys. Just love your penis, please, and not these bombs. I'm excited about that uh, I'm headed to 80 years old and I'm still alive. Everything, yes. everything kind of works, sort of. <laughs> Some parts don't work too well, like the heart. But uh, it's okay. And uh, I'm excited... It worked well Valentine's weekend, let me tell well, you. It, it did, it did, sort and of. And we, we got to keep it in shape because that's when guys die of sex, of a heart attack, right. is when they don't do it for a while. And then suddenly they do it. So be careful about that, yeah. you guys. Don't suddenly and do it. And maybe women, but mostly it's guys. Do it, you know, do it, do it. But don't do it every time your, your thing tells you to do it. You know? Penis? Yeah, because you can get yourself in trouble. Mm. If the penis says, what are you doing? What are you, what are you doing, man? Leave her alone. Right, right. It is something you yeah. guys have this conversation with your penis. I mean, wow. women, some degree, we have a conversation with our pussies. There's pussy talk, All, for sure. Your yeah. pussy tells you things. It does. But Maybe not the same things. All men talk to their dicks. I can tell you that. <laughs> There isn't a guy I've ever met that hasn't said something and gotten an answer. Always. Yeah. In fact, usually the dick does the first words. The dick says, hey, I like her or him or it. They raise a flag, not a false one. Right. Or it says, I don't like him <laughs> or her or it. And, and, and I'm not going to like it. Okay. And I'm staying you want to use Viagra? Okay. okay. I might get hard, but I still okay. won't give you that emotional desire you know emotional desire does not come uh, with viagra and it's dangerous what if all of a sudden you make me be hard for eight hours yeah that's what viagra then, can do yeah then you have to run to the hospital and and then everybody kind of laughing at you when they're not in the room although i remember when you took viagra and i took it too yeah. i took a half a tab and it gave us some nice hallucinations yeah. Not quite as good as mushrooms. No, but when the first time I took Viagra, I only took it once. It was like very acidy, colorful, and yeah. and blues, and just beautiful, really. And then I felt the knocking in my pants. I remember. Knocking I saw the knocking in your pants, and we were talking about something not sexy, <laughs> like groceries. I don't know, but... I was thinking, wow, he's hard for not even talking about anything sexy. Let me ask these guys out here. Guys? Yeah, yeah. well, who are guys that are listening. Okay, should we give out the phone number? Yeah, let's give out the phone number. 213-291-9497. Now, keep in mind, this is our therapy line, okay? So, if, if, if the recording, the information line is on... Uh, just press nine and it'll and if the information if somebody answers in person be nice to them okay 
These are nice bonobos here. Be nice. Don't worry. What are you wearing? What are you wearing? What do you mean, what am I wearing? <laughs> right? Okay, so 213-291-9497. First caller that calls and says they like me is going to get one of our special magazines. I'm selling these magazines for $100 because they're very, very, very limited. Okay? So, but I will send it to you and you don't even have to pay the postage. How's that? Huh? Right? 213-291-9497. Let me hear from you. So, what else? David D. is on YouTube and says, My girl wants me to talk dirty in bed, but I feel like such a fraud doing it. Do you have any advice on getting into dirty talk? Yes. And not feeling so fake, embarrassed doing it. That sounds like the same question we got last week, but we got right. it at the end of the at show. The shows. And either, I don't know, somebody's so repeating it, but he, we should address it he, more specifically. He, you can call us and we give you dirty talking lessons and how to approach it. Well, we could. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you could yeah, do yeah, that. yeah. But that's, yeah. of course, going to cost him something. Yeah, of course it's going to. It's you know, it's his girl could give him dirty talking lessons. Oh, she's she's there. into it. She's. It says my girl oh. wants me to talk dirty in does bed. Does she talk dirty? Well, that's a good question. You know, that's that, the that, problem with these comments. Yeah. Let me just say this, brothers and sisters, why we would like you to call as opposed to comment sometimes, because. When you comment, we immediately have a question. The first question is, is she just like sitting there or laying there? She doesn't say anything. She just wants you to talk dirty and do all the work? Or is she talking dirty and she just wants you to participate? Because there's quite a difference. If she is already doing it, you can just learn from her. You just do the mirror exercise. You imitate what she's saying but your point of view should be what comes across and well we could talk a little more about that except I don't know if she's talking dirty she could be saying I want you to talk dirty I say that in that kind of voice because I don't really appreciate when people are like that they just lay there if they want you to talk dirty although I take that back because sometimes that's a good idea to take turns turning each other on like you turn one person on and then the other person on yes you can always read some erotica with dirty talk if you don't want to spend the money of talking dirty on the phone with a phone sex operator or with us we are phone sex therapists you can also call a phone sex operator if all you want to do is talk dirty. Now, we might be a little more educational about it. We might also find out why you feel like such a fraud doing it, David D. Because that's kind of interesting. You feel like a yeah, fraud. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. Usually there's some form of so-called dirty talk, which really, what is dirty? I don't even like the term dirty talk, honestly. Do you? I don't like it. I like explicit, X-rated, dirty. Sounds like you've been walking in the mud. I mean, some people like that. No, when you want to, when you, when you want to have, you know, when 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 you say, I want to have, I want to have sex with Jesus. 
that's kind of dirty. Not to me. No, not to you, right. See, I don't think that's exactly. dirty. I think wanting to have sex with Jesus is mixing religion and mysticism and compassion with sexual desire and maybe a certain celibacy. After all, the nuns are married to Jesus. So they have that fantasy built into So he's married novice. to a bunch of women? I don't know. He says he feels like a fraud, being dirty, oh, talking dirty. Oh, no, no, dirty. no, no. The, the guy. The Jesus. Oh, Jesus. He's married to a bunch of women? Jesus is married to all of us, Max. You but know that's that. It's illegal. It's illegal in California to have two wives. I am not going to follow that train. Oh, I am taking Take another train. train. <laughs> Ooh. Okay, do you want me to do my kink yes, delivery and, here? And I'll shut up. Well. <laughs> no, no, I'll shut up. I won't say a word. You That's can it. say things. I might go to Sometime. the bathroom or go to the no, kitchen no, or I, something. No, you should do and little. And I'll go under the towel. You, here. Listen, the, listen. Yes. This, is, this is just a sense of the kink article. Oh. It is a, a big thing, and it's very it's, much for reading. It, it, it is it, not for really speaking. If you so re- if you, you can interject. If you, oh. You should interject. Oh. Really? Not a lot. A little. But. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. love myself, don't yeah. I? And you love yourself, <laughs> Captain Max, if I am not mistaken. Well, so should I proceed? Oh, absolutely. Is absolutely. that within your key? Should I raise my hand or just? No. No, if I no, go like no. this. You should feel the rhythm. You should feel me. Feel you? Yes. You want me to come over there and feel you? Is that what you're saying? No. Well, yes. Ooh. But then you wouldn't be on microphone anymore, and I am here on my mic naked. This is, I hear a knocking on my door. Would you like to hear about kink, Captain Max? Yes, and I wrote Prince Max. And it's great. It's an incredibly great, insightful piece for the enlightened and the non-enlightened. And I call it a guide for the perplexed. With apologies to Maimonides, who wrote the original guide for the perplexed, which is really a religious tract about people's questions about God. And so this is another guide for the perplexed because we have a series on drsusanblockinstitute.com and it has sex, dating, and the corona apocalypse. It has sexy masks. It has cougar sexuality. It has gangbang psychology. Bunch of different pieces in our guides for the perplexed with many apologies to Maimonides, but at least we give him credit, which a lot of people don't, who use his title, Guide for the Perplexed. I looked it up. (laughs) Anyway, kink is in the air. Whether it shocks you to your core or leaves you wanting more. Kink is everywhere, in the clothes you wear, the body parts you bear, 
The languages you speak, the foods you eat, kinks of various kinds pervade art, entertainment, media, technology, business, sports, gaming, politics, and protests. Not to mention human sexuality, romance, relationships, and your deepest sexual fantasies. So, how kinky are you? Do you want to be kinkier? Or maybe not so kinky? Is your favorite kink an erotic pleasure beyond compare? Or a deep, dark secret you're afraid to share? Or is it a complex, kinky combo of the two? Come with me on a fascinating, stimulating sex educational journey through kink in nature, art, history, love, technology, war, and your brain. Wowee. I think you need to read the rest. Because the first thing I get into is the etymology of kink. Which I don't know if I should get into that on the show. Although some people are etymology fetishists. They love to hear the root of words. words. And a lot of people don't think about the fact that kink means bend, twist. And that it originally meant a twist in a rope. And that the first person in writing to say that a kink was a mental state of mind was. Do you remember? No, I don't remember that, but uh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) No, no, no. It was our third president, the writer of the Declaration of Independence, very influenced by your ancestor, Gaetano Filangieri. Thomas Jefferson. (laughs) Right. Thomas Jefferson. He talked about kinks. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when I grew up, was growing up in in Montclair, they used to have a term called twisted. He's twisted. Yes. What, what, What was that? Well, a twist is a kink and twisted still means kinky in a way. It's got a more negative connotation, maybe. I don't know, maybe not. Actually, Iris Murdoch, in her great book, The Nice and the Good, says sex comes to most of us with a twist. Very good. That is the meaning of kink, is twist. Who said that? Iris Murdoch. Very Iris distinguished Murdoch. author. Oh, uh-huh. okay, mm-hmm. good. Not a porno author. Not a porno. No. Why, a porno? Not a dominatrix, to my knowledge. Porno author. Maybe she's a secret dominatrix, and maybe she secretly writes erotica. But in any case, sex comes to most of us with a twist. And after all, remember that popular dance in the 1960s? The twist. 
chubby checkers. Yeah. Let's do that, the twist. And you twisted your body. Right. But there was a double meaning. Yes. It was kink, which was not a popular word. The word twist was more popular, like being uh, twisted. People were outraged by those twists. Well, also because you shook and, your and fanny. The, and Yeah, you shook your fanny. The girls on American Bandstand especially, wow. And Elvis Presley. Did I get knocks on my door? <laughs> my my Levi's were almost <laughs> bursting. <Okay>. Yes, yes, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, so, yeah, it was great. I thought, wow, and they had the little bobby socks, and then you couldn't see the ankle, really. It was almost, it was almost like a Victorian table. Uh, well, cover. that creates kinks. Whenever right. you have limitations to the free expression of sex, which we have, we have it in nature and we have it in human civilization. There are always going to be impediments to just having an orgasm, to just falling into each other's arms and having vanilla sex. So that other thing could be perceived to be a kink. And yeah, these kinks are becoming more acceptable. Certainly vanilla sex isn't considered as prime as it used to be. And yet all this stuff is still considered kink. It's sex, but it isn't always sex expressed as vanilla sex is not expressed as penis in vagina sex or even anything to do with penises or vaginas although penises and vaginas can be kinks okay but feet can be kinks and hair and, and, can and be the, kinks. then there's industrial there's industrial kink well like the damask latex rubber corset that i'm wearing in the rubber, lead picture yeah, yeah. on the kink article that you find at drsusanblockinstitute.com Yes, Jux Lee agrees. We love etymological insight. It's so much fun to take apart the words and find out where they come from. It does help yeah. us to understand our history and we need all the help we can get since all these corrupt politicians are rewriting our history. At least our words can Oh, it's all being seeds. rewritten. How nice it was in the 50s <laughs> and the 40s. In the 30s, it was just so nice then. Mm. You didn't have phones, you didn't have, you didn't have heat, <laughs> you didn't have a lot of stuff. And the women were in the kitchen. Mm. Women in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. You like that, Captain Max. <laughs> no, but I'm going to tell you how you wash dishes sometimes. Oh, okay. You know. I haven't done that in a while. Should I tell that story? Uh, I don't have to. If you have a kink for it, sure. No, I, all right. So, okay. So, I'm getting married to this woman here. Actually, it was before that. Yeah, it was before that. Uh, I said, I'm getting. I didn't say I was married. I said, I'm getting. Anyway, so I'm at her house and uh, at her uh, condo and I'm walking around and I go in the kitchen and the kitchen is piled up with dishes pots and pans so I said oh the sink is full of pots and pans 
And then I think you, you said the maid is coming. Somebody said the maid is coming tomorrow or something. Make me sound like one of the rich that ought to get fucked. <laughs> now, listen to the story, would you please? And then we'll. I am. I, yeah, we'll yeah. give out your financial information so people know Thank you're you. not rich. Um, so anyway, I said I'll do the dishes. She says, No, 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 I'll do the dishes. Well. You know, at my age at that time and coming from another time, I thought, wow, she's, I, mean, I never saw my mother do the dishes. So, <laughs> so this was a new experience for me. And she That's said, why you married me. <laughs> so she goes into the kitchen and a couple of minutes later, she comes out. I don't Always have... marry a man <laughs> whose mother didn't do the dishes, ladies. <laughs> if you're like me... Marry a man whose mother didn't do the dishes. He might make fun of you for not doing the dishes. He might mock you on a radio podcast, but he will not make you do the dishes. Go on. All right. So a couple of minutes later, she comes out. I don't hear any pots and pans or, you know, it's a condo. So the living was over there, didn't I? She comes out and we continue whatever we were doing. And I go back to the kitchen. And there is a big towel over all the dishes and the pots and pans with perfume. Well, no, you have to describe it right. I threw a big, very clean bath towel over the whole thing. Yes. Very neatly. Camouflaged it. Very lovely towel in a pastel color. And then I sprayed perfume all over the towel. Yes, right. While pirouetting around it. And I had a big smile on my face. You sure did. When I saw that towel. Uh, So uh, there you go. You see, I've never seen her do the dishes. and I've never seen my mother do the dishes. That's right. (laughs) So, like I said, ladies, if you don't want to do the dishes, let your man make fun of you for not doing the dishes. I sound like Maribel Morgan. Okay, I know. First of all, there's not this ladies and gentlemen thing anymore. Okay, everybody's asking me my pronouns and I'm starting to think I shouldn't be she, her. I should be something more interesting, right? Like... You can be a he, she... Gobbledygook. Yeah, you can be gobbledygook or a she, he. The she, he's... Yeah, I could be a she, he. I have a guy inside of me. Right, and I have a girl inside of me. And another guy. Yeah. Jung called that the anima and the animus. The animus. No, that's my anus. The animus. Uh, oh, right. Yeah. Right. Mm. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, where were we? Oh, okay. So, this towel is really nice. I'm standing there with a smile, and I'm thinking to myself, i got to marry this chick. She's cool, man. <laughs> she doesn't do dishes. <laughs> Jung said that every... Man has an anima, and every woman has an animus. Now, Jung also was a bit of a Nazi. Yeah. You see, everybody is double-edged, except you and me. We're perfect. You know, the the day I realized that, it really put me at peace. That nobody's perfect. That That even your heroes. Oh. Yikes. Uh, no, no. no. no you, not, you've always felt perfect. that way. I, no, I, you do. You feel that way. Uh, I, I'm in awe of that. 
You feel so at peace with yourself, being you. Well, I imagine that you're not. <laughs> I don't up, have to imagine. A I am constantly <laughs> like maneuvering and switching and changing. And that's why I'm not sure what my pronouns should be, although I still keep coming back to she, her. <laughs> but in my fantasies, I am all different genders and non-human animals and fantasy characters and oops i'm back on the mushrooms again ah yes right so i am not quite sure what the reality is honestly i do have a lot of insecurity about that and i'm not ashamed to admit it i don't think it's an asset to be so insecure about reality but i feel that it is increasing actually <laughs> with the way the world looks i certainly i'm not sure what's really going on with this ukraine war between all the false flags and the war cheerleading media and the comedian politician and the dictator and the neoliberal warmongers saying we're not going to go to war. It's quite a theater of the mind. Now the theater of the mind has gone outside the mind into the media and back into our minds. So brothers and sisters, I would just say keep having sex <laughs> of some kind or another because it might help to keep you sane that's right and of course make sure it's consensual and nowadays because it's very difficult to find vanilla sex with other people in a consensual manner I'm not saying it's impossible and people do it all the time of course and more power and pleasure to everyone for it but if you have difficulty with that then perhaps kink will be part of your answer. Certainly all kinds of sex on the internet are a form of kink. Even if it's about vanilla sex, you're doing it through the internet. So there's a kink to that. There's a twist to that. And that's okay. Why is that okay? Because this is the world we live in. It's just, you gotta always balance it out. And that's very personal. And kink has got to be a part of that if it interests you. If it doesn't interest you, forget about it. You're a straight arrow, darling, and you are unusual. But most people, we have kinks, we have twists. And so if we don't come to terms with those kinks and twists and figure out which ones are just a part of us and which ones are passing fancies brought on by the media or by technology itself or by porn or by you know, childhood trauma. Childhood trauma ones we tend to not be able to get rid of. But anyway, kink is intense. It's good, it's bad, it's something you need to deal with. So it might be therapeutic for you to have kink therapy. And if that's what you want, you might want to call that number 213-291-9497 when we're not doing the show, when we are that number goes to the show. When we're not, it goes to our information line, which indirectly will go to us. Yes, you can always get to us. You can always find us. 
And uh, if you really want a great catalog of our shit, you can go to Google and put in Dr. Susan Block, and there's all kinds of stuff there. Thousands and thousands and thousands of pages, hundreds of thousands of pictures, and uh, it, it's all free, basically, except for the therapy. That, you know. Because that's personal. So right. we have to charge for that because time is money in the capitalist world. So we have Danielle and Chef Be Live on the line. Danielle Watts and Chef Be Live. And we spoke to them last week, so they need no introduction. <laughs> <laughs> and also, we're at the end of the show, so we don't have time for an introduction. So speak your piece, Danielle Watts and Chef Be Live. Dr. Susie? Yes. Are you there? I am here. Hey, Beeline just tried. Beeline. I love you. I love you, love you, love you, love you. Oh, I love you too. I thank you. We love you. Love. We Make love, 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 not war. Sounds like you're on whatever love spilled love all over love. Max's shirt. <laughs> we yeah. love you too. Absolutely. You most rock. Okay, we love so, you so what? Okay, we're giving you airtime. The chef be live. One minute. One minute. Okay. Tell us, tell us. Well, you both have my realms of beingness. You've inspired me such so deeply in my phenomenal ways. I told I you I was wonderful. <laughs> yeah, exactly, Matt. In the four years of me being connected with you both and just the love, the last month has been such a crazy deep revelation in my own personal bonobo soul. Like, I was awarded as a bonobo couple, and I had an open heart and open body mostly more than most. But you both have inspired me to great lengths and to love. She's been like the cherry to my Sunday with you both being Ooh, all of the yummy. ingredients. Thank you. Love you. Love you. Yeah, we love, love you guys you so too, much. So. And by the way, our whole long conversation, which included lots of ups and downs, including your conflict with the yoga studio, who are acting a little fascistic and racist, if you don't mind my saying, from the story that you told. But uh, we have that whole conversation on drsusanblock.com slash FDR dash Lupercalia. And that is a transcript of the conversation, which we are now doing because we're very excited about these conversations that we have on FDR. And we need yeah. to have them printed out for people to read. So that's what we're doing now. We also did it with our show two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And by the way, Kat Peggy has written on Facebook and she is on the show two weeks ago, which is at drsusanblock.com slash fdr dash valentine cat writes love you both so yeah. there's a lot of love left over from valentine's day that i'm trying to turn into kink <laughs> for my manifesto anyway it is all kinky love because we're not in the same room and because all of this love is pretty kinky nowadays and that is spicy hot and delicious Dr. Susie. <laughs> <laughs> You're great. You're great. You guys are great. So listen, we got to go, though. We got to go. You're delicious, delicious. Uh, 
Okay. Mm. So we got to go, but we love you. you. Call us earlier next time because we got to have the trains run on time. Bye. Bye. That's right. I mean, that is one thing we do, like those fascists. Well, we don't, actually. The trains do not run on time, but we try because we've got to live in this capitalogenic world. So here we are. We love all you people, all you brothers and sisters, and we hope you participate with us in the Vice TV documentary that is going to be done on Bonoboville. So get excited, get involved. I'm not sure how we're going to do it, but we are somehow going to do it in the midst of the pandemic. And you know how careful I've been all through the pandemic, but we're going to do something to get ourselves together for this Vice TV because, hey, media calls. I think we've got to say goodbye. We say goodbye. We said goodbye. Well, we didn't say goodbye. Okay, say goodbye. We said goodbye to Danielle and Bilal, right, right. which is a big deal, but we have to say goodbye to, to everyone. To everyone, to each and every one of you. The entire universe. The entire, yes. On Earth and in the metaverse. Yes, in the metaverse. We, we love you. Every person, every brother and sister. With one or two exceptions. Every lover and sinner. Every child of sex. And that doesn't mean real children. We are all children of sex, sex with a capital X. We may or may not be children of God, Jesus, or Allah. But until we start cloning ourselves, we are all children of sex. Can I get an Amen. Amen. Can I get an A women? A women. I feel like I gotta do all the other genders, but I don't have time. I gotta go. So hey, make like bonobos, not baboons. Make love, not war. Make love to someone you love, love tonight, tonight. Even if that, that someone, someone is you. you. Make kink, not war. I love you. Connection there with the beer drinkers. Need to talk with someone about something you can't talk about with anyone else? You can talk to us. I'm Dr. Susan Block, your mistress of the airwaves, but my day job is director of the Dr. Susan Block Institute for the Erotic Arts and Sciences, specializing in sex therapy over the phone. Anytime you need to talk, whether you need serious psychotherapy or a hot phone sex experience or a combination, my world-renowned telephone sex therapists are just a phone call away. Totally private, absolutely confidential. We listen, talk with you, advise you, role-play for you, fantasize with you, no fantasy is too taboo, and help you with anything from impotence to exhibitionism, fears to desires, fetishes to marriages. For more information, call us at 213-291-9497. That's 213-291-9497 anytime you need to talk. You're listening to Radio Suzy One on the World Wide Web.